Always end the day with a positive thought. No matter how hard things were, tomorrow's a fresh opportunity to make it better. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I am your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining me, welcome. I'm glad you decided to give us a shot. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. You can also subscribe on your favorite social network on Facebook, YouTube, or Rumble. Don't forget to like and share because that helps the show grow. If you do enjoy the show, please consider leaving a review on whatever network you're following on. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now for this limited time offer at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.wisdomworthknowing.org. You can cancel anytime if you don't like it without ever getting charged a penny. Always end the day with a positive thought. No matter how hard things were, tomorrow is a fresh opportunity to make it better. What are the expectations we have going into our days? As I transitioned from being a kid to being an adult, as I went through this adulting process, which, is, which was, by the way, and still is, excruciatingly painful. <laughs> I don't know if I'm alone in that, but it is. It's excruciatingly painful. My expectations were not even close to how the real world works. I assumed that if I had the right amount of education, I did the right amount of prep work, I sat down, I studied every subject I could possibly think, every possible scenario and outcome that I could encounter, that it would make my life infinitely easier. Then I discovered that nothing can truly and fully prepare, prepare, prepare you for what the world has to offer. I used to let this really, really bother me. My expectations for reality were rarely, if ever, and still rarely, if ever, line up with reality. They just, it just, they just don't. My expectations are, they're, I think they're more realistic than they used to be, but whew, man, in my teens and 20s, my expectations on how things should have gone, should go, and should be going in the future changed dramatically. They were really, 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 really rooted in lack of real-world experience early in my 20s. And this riddled me with anxiety, depression, disappointment, sadness. If this is you, congratulations. You are adulting. Because one thing I have learned... In the short time I have been on this earth, I'm only 37 at the time of making this podcast. What I have learned is that we go through these really, really interesting seasons of life that define us. 
And we can avoid the process of adulting as long as we would like. We, we live in such a wonderfully blessed culture that genuinely wants to help others that it suffocates us. We have never stopped to consider how much we are suffocating people's potential with all of the comforts we have and we've created for them. I don't think the generation that came before us who was trying to make our lives better because they did not want our lives to be as much of a struggle as theirs were, we stand on the shoulders of giants. If you don't believe this, just go back 100 years and look at the, the, the life expectancy, look at what their day in, day out was, look at the mortality rates, look at the things people actually died of. And then and it was like at a 10 to 20% rate. Childbirth was one of the most life-threatening things a person could do only 100 years ago. 100, that's one lifetime. And we went from that to like a less than a fraction of a percent in 100 years. And this is, this is directly the result of suffering. Somebody looked at these problems, the, the people before us, and they said, we, 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 we need to fix this. <laughs> I, do, I do not want my children and my children's children to go through this. I, I just could picture them saying it out loud. They were like, I, I, I may not be able to fix this problem now, but I can fix it for my kids. And I can fix it for my kids' kids. One thing I don't think they anticipated, because they, they saw the suffering and they wanted to fix it, one thing I don't think they fully anticipated was how good of a job they would do. Not in a million years do people even consider that a possibility that they could, I mean, and, and they did. The generation before us, I kid you not. The last 100 to 200 years, if you look in the context of history, of all of human history, the slingshot that that generation projected us into, it's not even comparable on, on any level. That generation was, e those generations were easily in the history of technological and medical and obviously not spiritual and existential but in terms of progress on a on a real world level they're untouchable but there's a boomerang aspect to that it was a double-edged sword and i don't think people have fully grasped this yet is now we have it so good they did such a good job That there's almost no challenges left in terms of, of of being forced into them. So we, of course, have tremendous challenges we face now as a culture and society. But we've, for the first time in history, reached an existential point, point where we have to actually walk into problems. Because they don't confront us of their own fruition in most cases. We aren't facing literal death. 
We're facing spiritual death. We're facing purposelessness, depression, anxiety, alcoholism, addiction. These problems have always existed on some level, of course, but they are arguably the more significant of issues we deal with on a day-in, day-out basis in terms of numbers. There are atrocities and horrors that people face every day in their environment, in their lives. Those numbers aren't a statistical. They are, they are more the exception to the rule than the rule itself. And so what we need to do is we need to voluntarily walk into these problems that normally just don't, we don't encounter anymore. And we, and we don't really know how to do that. So walking into these problems is, is a, a whole different level of complexity. And all we can really do is start to take that one day at a time. Which brings us back to our quote, always end the day with a positive thought. No matter how bad things were, tomorrow's a fresh opportunity to make it better. So what's interesting about this is that when we begin to understand the scope of our problems, and just how lucky we are to be able to be in a position in which our problems do not crush us under the weight of them like they used to. Hopefully we have some degree of gratitude there at that point. And then we can tackle our problems on a daily basis. This negative thinking and positive thinking is an absolute component in doing things well. It's very easy to get in the negative thinking cycle. I still do it regularly myself. But if we don't accept the reality that we are in progress and that we need to take these small steps to make our lives better and embrace failure and disappointment and unmet expectations as part of that process, then we are doomed to continue to cripple ourselves under anxiety and depression and procrastination because our, our war is a spiritual one and if you're not a religious person you can call that a mental one our war is internal internal mostly um, there are people facing literal wars don't get me wrong it of course depends on where you're at before I move into that wisdom worth knowing is brought to you by Amazon audible if you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time, then Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. With Audible, listening is the new reading. You can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device. And check this out. If, because you listen to this show, for a limited time, you can get instant access to thousands, that's right, thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free just visit audible, A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. Make sure you use that link 
right now and take advantage of a free 30-day trial. That's right, for 30 days, you get full access to that Premium Plus catalog as well as an additional free title of your choosing. You can pick any book you want from their massive library. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, no problem. You can cancel instantly online during the trial. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours too. Pause this podcast and head over to Audible. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E, A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. Make sure you go through that link. It helps the show grow. As we begin to embrace this process of failure and unmet expectations and, and refine our thinking towards the, toward the idea that we, we are our work in progress rather than expecting ourselves to be perfect all the time, this, this eliminates a lot of the fear and anxiety or begins to eliminate, I should say, because I, I genuinely believe the Elimination of fear and anxiety is a long process of, of un, un, unraveling the roots of our fears and anxieties. We, we need to continue with the positive reinforcement or the positive thinking just to keep fuel in the tank, especially if it's with something we have no experience in. If we don't keep the fuel in the tank to keep ourselves moving in that direction, then we can't cultivate that initial momentum necessary to keep us moving. And I don't know if you've heard this saying, but it's a really popular saying. It's like the hardest thing is getting started. And whatever it is that you're doing, the hardest part is getting started. Whether it's diet, exercise, learning something new, a chore, the hardest part is always getting started. And in most of our issues... Most of our, our problems that we need to deal with that are sitting right in front of us don't get addressed because we've stopped ourselves by thinking incorrectly about it. And if we don't really grasp this idea that all of our action begins in our thoughts, from the heart flows all good and evil things, if we don't let that truth kind of sink into our heart, that positive, motivating idea that what we're going to do does have some components of failure and unmet expectations to it, if we don't leverage that, then procrastination, depression, and anxiety are going to be a permanent part of our cycle. Now, I want to be careful here because I do want to emphasize that there are anxiety and depression that are, are a result of chemical imbalances. I am a firm and huge believer in medication. I believe God was a scientist and he allowed these things to be invented for a reason, as a gift. I think you obviously need to talk to a professional to help kind of gauge what the appropriate approach is to it. But I do want to I do want to throw that in there as a disclaimer, because. Once again, we assume. That everything has a has a has a solution to it that is only behavioral and that's not always the case. So I want to throw that out there as a disclaimer. <clears throat> 
But once we've got all that figured out, we know that we're at least at baseline. And, and, and then we, then we, there is no amount of medication that can cure negative thinking in terms of getting trapped in those negative feedback loops. They can, it can certainly help us begin to dig ourselves out of those thought patterns, but it can really only give us an underlying foundation. We still need to train ourselves, just like this quote suggests, on a daily basis to to reform our thoughts. Because from those thoughts, our actions form. A couple good books on this. Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer is an excellent, excellent book on this. 12 Rules for Life, I think, is an amazing book that gives really solid foundational information on having realistic expectations. I think of other ones that will give us that foundation of fighting in the mind. From Panic to Power, if you struggle with anxiety specifically, is a really good one. And then sometimes it's best just to go out there and try to find people who are who are dealing with your specific issue of anxiety and depression. But this is a process. And a lot of times our negative thinking loops are something we got ourselves trapped in a long time ago and they are almost unconscious at this point. So digging ourselves out of those is going to take time. So embracing the imperfect imperfection of the process of growing of growth is like i said earlier in the video it's like it's the process of actually growing up and adulting is realizing that we can only really take small steps but as long as we are heading in the right direction five days from now five hours from now five days from now five months from now five years from now we will have progressed further along that road. We will have, hopefully, we'll be able to take a step back and say, wow, look how far I've come at that point. But we're able to do that through these daily habits of ending the day with positive thoughts. And no matter how hard things were, Tomorrow is a fresh opportunity to make it better. It is incredibly frustrating to walk away from problems that aren't fixed and deal with the same problem day in and day out. It is incredibly frustrating. It's discouraging. It's demotivating. Some problems are so beyond our control and our ability to fix that facing that problem every day is exhausting. I suppose another essential component to this is just knowing when to let certain things go. Because there are certain problems that, first of all, aren't our responsibility. So we need to make sure that those problems are, in in fact, our responsibility. And we're not taking somebody else's responsibility and opportunity for growth away from them. We want to make sure we're not doing that. That's not good. We also want to make sure we actually have control over the situation because... 
ultimately we have very, very little control over, first of all, what other people do. And second of all, over the real world. We do not have nearly as much control and influence as we may think. So we really need to have some humility when we look at our scope of influence in our sphere of responsibility. And we need to know where we begin in the world ends. You know, we, we, or we end and the world begins. We need to know where we end and our coworkers begin. We need to know where we end and our spouses begin. We need to know when, where we end and our partners begin. We need to know where we end and our kids begin. Great books on that are Boundaries. The Boundaries books are fantastic. Keep Your Love On, great book on that. Crucial Accountability, another amazing book on this, especially in the, in the work world. We need to be able to understand the scope of our responsibility and impact on specific people, places, and things. So that we can, at the end of the day, when we end with a positive thought, we can sit back and say, was I able to be the best version of myself today? Was I a good steward of my responsibilities that I do actually have control over? Which for most of us is a very small scope. There are few things that we have true control over. And a lot of our time and attention and emotional well-being can be wrapped up in things of which we have no control whatsoever. And maybe that forward progress at the end of the day, maybe that positive thought is sitting there and acknowledging that, yes, this problem was terrible, but there's nothing I can do about it. If you're a religious person, you can say, God, this problem is bigger than me. Fix it. <laughs> or don't just fix it. Say, God, this problem is bigger than me. I, you're just going to have to take care of it. Whatever that is, whatever that looks like. Because I can't do it. it. It's so therapeutic to let things go. Especially when it's things that you really, really shouldn't be carrying. Because you, at the end of the day, do not have any control over it. And like I said, that list is far, far longer than the things you actually have control over. And there's no shortage of people who remind you of problems you don't have any control over. The news, that's their entire job. <laughs> I don't care what side of the political aisle you're on. The news, that is their job, is to remind you of all the things going on in the world you have no control over. While that has its utility and usefulness, it can be crippling and exhausting. Because we don't know the people and places and circumstances that surround specific events that are going on or have gone on or may go on in the future that is a problem that is so far beyond our ability that there is very little we can do now we can we can donate to, to small causes we can have due diligence on on who we vote for i'm I like I'm, I'm not saying that these things don't have value because these small decisions do have a overall impact but there's very, we are very limited in our scope of what we can do. And we need to acknowledge that for a lot of problems. Peterson is really big on this. You'll hear 
jokingly him say a lot of times, and it's not even a joke, he's dead serious. A lot of people treat it as a joke. As he says, clean your room. Get your house in order. And he even goes as far as to say, how dare you try to fix the world when your own house is falling apart? This was incredibly convicting for me. To this day, there are parts of my house that I don't have in order. So to this day, there should be a humility for me to realize that there are immediately problems sitting right in front of me that I haven't taken full ownership of. And so I need to be very, very cautious or at least aware of my own infallibility when I approach bigger problems than me. And I think that's a good place to close. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If you like this show, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on your favorite social network. Also, leave a review if you're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. You can also subscribe on all those networks as well. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Since you've reached the end of the episode, pause it or end it right now and go over to audible.wisdomworthknowing.org and sign up for that free 30-day trial. You can cancel during the trial anytime. Your card will not get charged. And then you can try out audiobooks, see if they're there for you. I suggested quite a few books in this podcast today, and they're all on there. Actually, I've listened to most of the audiobooks for them. And until next time, always end the day with a positive thought. No matter how hard things were, tomorrow's a fresh opportunity to make it better. So let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can today because that's all we can do. Have a good day.